Right. Well, it's bed night time. So we're back with another unedited, hopefully not too pausey, um, um, episode of... Uh, well, it's not even epic future fails, because I believe you said earlier that you wanted one of my my historical past fails. Oh, yes, please. You have two options. I've browsed the archives, because I forget everything all the time, mm-hmm. and I um, browsed the archives, and I have looked at the archives and oh yes yes that was it i um i found you can either have the epic story of the man who was never going to be king or it's quite epic in its failure it's maybe not the most well it's kind of interesting he's he's certainly he's like the most renowned um member of history that you will never have heard of or from way before what we call the historical records began um there's the um the man who actually invented the wheel um which of course you won't know about but as a a time traveling historian i do or did or will have done in the future when i have that job um i i know about the man who invented the wheel which is hilarious and tragic and quite epic. What would you like? Um, prehistory wheel inventor or the biggest king you've never heard of? That's a very interesting decision. Typical way of choosing. Which one comes first in the alphabet? Uh, right. There's um, Edgar, the non-king, or there's... Actually, he's second in the alphabet both ways. Uh, His name's Fanar, but he was called Kadunk. Fanar Kadunk? Yes. Him, then. Him, okay. Fanar? Fanar was... um, Well, in his time, people's name kind of evolved with them. As they got called various things over time and they called themselves things, that became their name. So Fanar was what his tribe, his group, called him. He's interesting to history because at a time when Neanderthals were still roaming, admittedly in just ones and twos, he helped the largest um, historical construction of its time and for centuries since because he invented the wheel however it's why he picked up his nickname Kudunk. Kudunk. because you might think the wheel would be the greatest invention of human history ever and let's face it it's pretty clever but without axles or indeed flat stones or roundness or tools to shape things like wheels as we know it what Fanar actually invented was more like the roller than the wheel so Fanar and his tribe was roped into um, quite literally in some cases because some of them didn't want to do this shush you um, was roped into uh, 
taking the large stones down to uh, to become part of a magic mysterious circle that we know today as Stonehenge. It was a massive undertaking involving hundreds, if not thousands, because there were support workers who did things like cooking and um, catching the food. And it sounds very organised. Well, for their day and age, it was unbelievably technically competent. It involved speaking to people who wrote, who spoke in vaguely different dialects. They didn't even quite speak the same language as each other. And let's face it, with names like Ur and Throg and Fnar, to actually complete this kind of task is just immense. Fnar realised that when you topple a big stone and you chip away at it, you get a lovely kind of surface you get a, a big monumental flat bit of stone but of course by the time you've toppled it you can't do anything else with it so he actually invented two things he invented putting the wheels in before you topple the stone but he also invented wheels now they knew about things like rolling logs and stuff like that because people had done things like slipping on logs so Nobody actually invented rolling on logs. That was more <clears throat> lots of accidents eventually leading to people using them for rolling things along, like each other, and occasionally large stones. But when you get to the size of stone we're talking about, I mean, these things are as tall as a house and as wide as a room sometimes, then toppling a big stone, rolling it along on logs just crushes the logs. You have... You can have loads of logs under it, at which point you have to constantly do the logs again. Fanar came up with a cracking idea. Admittedly, it might have something to do with his tendency to stand on stones and lose his footing, which might also actually explain his nickname, Kadunk. Um, in fact, that probably is where it came from. Scripted this, or is this just you now realizing that? No, I've just realized that he, yeah, he, he wasn't a very spatially aware person. He was extremely clever at noticing things, providing they weren't at the end of his legs. So, his feet, for instance, would get everywhere. Um, more on that later, but it did mean that whenever there were, for instance, pebbles on a beach you would hear kudunk as Fnar fell over. Um, whenever there was a stream, you would hear dump, dump, splosh, kudunk as Fnar fell over. Um, I think the splosh is him putting his foot in first. Occasionally it's the other way around. He falls over and, and lands in the stream. Dump, dump, splosh. And tries to get up. Kudunk. <laughs> splosh, couldn't splosh, couldn't splosh. Anyway, um, Fanar, to give him his proper title, um, was nevertheless very intelligent. I think in modern day terms, he'd be one of those people who was so intelligent that he had no common sense. Simply he was too common for such a superior being. Yeah, exactly. Wouldn't bother looking out for other people. Um, 
environmental impacts like you know uh, trees stones forests um, where his feet went where he left his hands or his arms uh, what was biting him at any particular moment <laughs> to be fair it's a wonder that he survived into later life but he did and he after decades of research or falling over as we'd call it um, learnt that rolling stones in particular worked really well like wheels unfortunately without an axle all you can do is basically slip along most of the time that's pretty rubbish let's face it in terms of human transport slipping along on roller pebbles is not something that ever took off although Fnar did try it you know you hollow out logs and make boats and things like that he tried making a land boat by lobbing pebbles while trying to push himself along on a hollowed out log um he didn't get very far mainly because he ran out of pebbles but it was an interesting experiment he would have really do invented the large sack full of pebbles first well pebbles is fine sacks not so much pebbles fit in a boat quite nicely Unfortunately, you have to drag the boat to where the pebbles are, drag the boat away from where the pebbles are, throw pebbles in front of the boat, and then try and push the boat onto the pebbles in the same time as you're throwing the pebbles in front of the boat, which, when you're spatially not aware, leads to an awful lot of arguments with the rest of your tribe. Partly because the first thing he did was to knock a tent over with his boat. Partly because the second thing he did was to knock the person who came out of the tent over with his boat. And partly because the third thing he did was to throw pebbles at the person he'd recently knocked out while trying to roll them over with the boat. As experiments go, the land boat thing didn't work very well. However, despite his, his being shamed given lack of food told off repeatedly and earning the nickname kadunk he still remembered it in later life and could apply it when it came to moving the stones for stonehenge progress and this is his act of brilliance on seeing people taking large rocks from cliff faces by chipping them out and dropping them on the ground and then being stuck because it's too heavy to move even when there are hundreds of you he realized that what you need is a stream of pebbles underneath given logs axles and things like that he could have done much better but they didn't have axles and logs just crushed under the weight of these things so although log rolling is fairly straightforward and probably how they did it at the other end in terms of getting it away from the mountain, Fenar did pebble rolling. Um, there must be a better name. It's like ice skating, but without ice. Pebble skating? Um, pebble mobility. Yeah. Um, pebble slip. Pebble slip, yes. Pebble so he, he invented this kind of pebble slip technique. He invented the pebble slip taxi cab. It requires pebbles large enough to roll not be crushed on top of surfaces flat enough to roll the things on without also being crushed now you might think small pebbles make really good rolling stones but when you're rolling gigantic great 
big slabs of stone, what you actually need is approximately half man-sized boulders. They're not pebbles anymore, and they're not really that round. They tend to be quite lumpy, they tend to all not work together and all be different sizes and things, so it's quite a tricky process. One of the things that really helps, as Fanar found out, after much experimentation, lots of wet tribes members, a few names, the occasional punch in the face, and um, quite a lot of loss of various privileges, um, <laughs> was that oil is hard to come by and your, your tribes people don't like it when you steal it. Clothing is even more important to them than oil. Mud works a little bit. Water makes everybody cold. But a kind of a watery mud combo is really good for slipping stones along. Again, it takes a lifetime of experimentation to do this kind of thing. And he had spent his whole life building up to this. It was most unfortunate then that having shown all the tribes exactly how to roll the stones using the best lubricant possible, <laughs> that his lack of spatial awareness oh, no. came back to the fore, I think is probably the best way of putting it. He found that when people bothered to listen to him, he was really good at organising them. And they bothered to listen when they saw him demonstrate with small slabs how it worked and when he showed them how he could scale it up with bigger and bigger slabs. So with a hand-sized slab, he showed a few people and they were quite interested and went back to trying to lug giant slabs around and not being able to do it. When he moved on to a boat-sized slab, they were really interested and he got about 50 people organised. When he got them to move the first big slab, then they made him their chief, or at least chief is the wrong word. They're kind of their manager for this endeavour. Their authority figure. The authority. He became really good at waving at people and pointing and shouting, at demanding that extra rocks be put underneath slabs at sloshing water around in the right direction, at diverting streams, another really interesting tactic that was known about but had no practical use up till then. And finally, he decided it would be really clever as these things got loaded onto giant rafts and gigantic boats to be taken downstream towards Stonehenge. He thought it would be really good if he got in on the action. It's when he decided to stand in front of the line of rolling slabs that it went slightly wrong. He put his hand up and they didn't stop. He shouted at them and they didn't stop. He demanded of the people nearby to stop them and we don't know whether or not he was surprised when that didn't work because it didn't last that far. However, to be fair, it's a very apt nickname. Kadunk. You are cruel evil. Well, he went doing what he loved, proving he was the best, 
and was unfortunately not quite clever enough to stay out of the way of his own inventions. Still, had we had any kind of recorded history, he would have been the most famous man ever. As it is, all I can tell you is his name was Fanar and his nickname was Kudunk. What a horrendously good story. Yeah. Well, like I say, it's an epic fail. It's one of those that sticks with you. Bless him. If it wasn't for him, we wouldn't be marvelling at Stonehenge, wondering what happened to it in your day and age, my now present. And in the future, we wouldn't go back to the past, uh, where we will have seen Fanar's greatest triumph. I still can't work out the grammar on that, but... I think I can. Go on, so, The first thing is, we would be in the future, which means we need to use uh, future tense. Uh, but we would travel back in time, meaning our tense would be the past tense, but we would be using to describe ourselves as in the future. So we would have had... Would have had seen. <laughs> would have had been seen. So we seeing. would have had been seeing? No, we <laughs> would have had seen Fanar's greatest triumph. Get red. Uh, and, and seriously, we would biggest have had fail. We'll we'll see. We, we would have, <laughs> we'll see Fanar's big fail. Yeah. Well, I'll leave you to think about that while you drift off to sleep. It's a lovely, epic tale. It's a tragic ending. But as all good stories go, like I say, it's one of those that makes you both proud and slightly wince at the end. What a great... Hero? Hero in history. There's no other way of putting it. But indescribably stupid when it comes to getting out of the way. Well, to be fair, that was the hallmark of his life. It, it was both his greatest, I don't know, characteristic, his his most impressive feat. His signature move. His signature move, yeah. Not getting out of the way. Yeah. His finest hour when he was smooshed. Mm. <laughs> yeah, anyway, hopefully next time I'll get to talk to you about Edgar, the, um, the king, who wasn't. Give us a blurb. Um, well, he was voted to be king by the Wittengommot um, just after Harold and just before William. Harold, who had been more impressive and was overvote, who kind of overruled him beforehand, and William, who turned out to be quite demanding and powerful and, and didn't take no for an answer. Um, I remember the story about William liking somebody and and walking up to them and pushing them over and pulling their hair and then saying, marry me. No, marry me. No, marry me. No. That might be that William. This William that I'm... William the Conqueror. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one. Bit of a bully, very strong-willed and quite powerful. Unfortunately for Edgar, who who 
thought himself to be quite royal. Um, he just wasn't in the same league, Edgar, as William. He 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 thought himself to be king for about two months, and even then, only about half the people he spoke to actually agreed. So, quite tricky. He then spent a lifetime trying to be king, but that's for another story. Wow, 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 wow. Stop wah, making wah. the waves on the phone go wah. <laughs> wah. <laughs> right, you. Wah, 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 Stop wah, wah, now. Wah. Hey, hey, no, hey, hey, hey. Thank you. Why? Bed night. Oh. Tuck down. But I always have a drink. You've just had a drink. No more excuses. Time to dream. Will you bring me up some water? I will bring you some water. Right. Now say night night. Night night. And we will we will do another story another night. Interrupt before he can finish. No. <laughs> no no no. no. <laughs> Time to night, stop. Night. Night, night. Now.